Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nidarm daf Nun Gimel, Nidarm 53, and we're going to start at the very top of Nun Gimel, Omen Aleph at 53a with the Mishnah. The Mishnah is continuing to explain the law of somebody who makes a vow from something specific if the derivative from it is also going to be prohibited. But our Mishnah is now going to talk about those things which are going to have the same name, even though they're derivatives, they still are called by the same name. Zuck the Mishnah says, the Mishnah, no tomorrow. somebody takes a vow that he's not going to get any benefit from dates. Mutter bedvash tomorrow. He's going to be allowed to have date honey, even though that honey, is because even the, though the honey is called by the dates, even though the date honey is still called dates, because it didn't intend, so even though it's still called date honey and still has the name date in it, because it wasn't his intent to prohibit himself from the date honey. He really only had a mind to prohibit himself from dates and not from the honey that derives from it. The toast asked the question, why didn't, why doesn't our Mishnah also bring the case of co-named Tamarim Elushani Toim? That is also prohibited those things, like it brought in the earlier Mishnah with the wine. We'll leave that for another time. But so too, if somebody takes a vow that they're not going to take to benefit from misitvaniot, misitvaniot. This is. This refers to the grapes that were from the from the fall or the winter the winter crop and they don't ripen in fact they never ripen and that's what the shita mukabetza says that they never ever ripen the ritva writes that they don't ripen until the winter anyway there's a different type of grape and they usually were used for vinegar only so such grapes if you take a valve against such grapes nevertheless mutar bechomets Sitvaniot. Nevertheless, you're to you're allowed to have the the wine vinegar that came from such grapes, even though the the grape the such vinegar is called basically winter vinegar. Ne- nevertheless, it's still going to be permitted because it wasn't his intent to prohibit himself on on this on the vinegar aspect, but really his intent was only to prohibit himself from eating these winter grapes and not from the vinegar that derived from them. The, the, the Shita Mekubetis, however, brings a different explanation that if you make such a vow not only against these winter grapes, not only are you permitted with the grapes, with the, with, with the vinegar, but you're also permitted with the grapes themselves, even though that was the essence of the vow, because since the because since they are not edible, these winter grapes, therefore you certainly didn't intend to make a vow against them. And also with the vinegar, since you didn't say explicitly that it was the vinegar, it's also going to be prohibited. So the Shita Mikubetis is arguing with the explanation of the Ran, the Tosus Rosh, and the Rishon, other Rishonim, who say that you're prohibited in the vinegar in the grapes, but you're permitted in the vinegar. But the Shita Mikubetz says you're per- permitted in everything. And the Tverus Sion writes that according to the Ran, that even though these grapes themselves are not edible, they're only edible for in- vinegar. We we can't assume that he intends to himself only to prohibit upon himself the vinegar. And so, and even though earlier we said. Back on Nun Beis, Amma Beis, we had said that in a place where the liquid is called by the same name as the item, like for example, the the kum that comes out of the milk, 
it's called kuma de chalba. Nevertheless, everybody admits that that somebody who takes a vow from the milk is prohibited in the kum. Nevertheless, somebody who takes a vow from the dates is going to be permitted in date honey. And somebody who takes a vow from sitvanis is going to be permitted in the, the grape vinegar of the sitvanis because the honey and the vinegar are completely changed once they come out from the fruit. And that's the essential point. Since it completely changes once it leaves, therefore we're going to consider it a new entity as opposed to the kum it doesn't change when it comes out from the milk and so therefore even in a place where it's cold as the same name as the milk then if you take a vow against the milk you're going to be prohibited in this aspect of it the ron also writes another distinction that kum is going to be called the same name as the milk because it's still under the same rubric of milk but the honey and the vinegar they're called after the fruit, only to draw a distinction between th- between them and dates and and between them and other vinegars, and not because that they are still in, under the category of this fruit. And whereas back to our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra says, "Kol sheshem told us so kuya olav and no menu menu so Rabbi Yehuda says anything that where its its derivative is is Kuruya Olav is called after it has the same name and and he takes a vow against it, meaning to say if somebody takes a vow that he's not going to benefit from something that comes out from it and it's called by it. Like for example, if you take a vow from the dates, that the that that the honey that comes out from it is not called honey, it's called date honey, or you take the vow against the sitvanis, it's called, it's not called vinegar, it's called chomet sitvanis, then asr himenu, that you're also prohibited with this date honey and the wine vinegar, the sitvanis vinegar, v'chachamim matirim, whereas the chachamim allow you to have benefit from, from the derivative of that fruit.